Welcome to Profit Without Worry, episode number 84. Let's talk about the three big do's and don'ts of generating profit without worry for your business. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey there, I'm so glad that you're joining me today and thank you for letting me be a part of your week. And also, thanks so much to all of you who've jumped into your podcast app of choice, whenever that is, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, um, TuneIn, I can never remember what that one's called, but TuneIn, or any of the other ones, to leave a rating and review. I cannot tell you how much that means to me, and... I want to remind you that I'd love to hear back from you. You can email me at michelle at michellelevans.com or hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. You can tag me and use the hashtag Profit Without Worry so that I can see your message and be sure to answer your question either on a podcast or just, you know, there on social media. I'd love it if you'd ask me a question, leave a comment, or just say hi because It's awesome when I can put a face to your name and know who's tuning in each week. All right, today we're going to dive into an important conversation. Let's talk about the three big do's and don'ts of generating profit without worry for your business. And let's be clear from the get-go here. Profit without worry is first and foremost about serving your audience. That's what makes me different from a lot of other people who are into marketing funnels and that kind of stuff is that I'm not about the fastest way into somebody's pocket, right? And you know why? It's because I believe that when you take the time to serve first, you're giving your audience the time they need to get to know you and your message. And this doesn't mean like dating them forever and never, you know, selling for like years and years. No, this is just the mindset of having a longer term play for your business. We're not the fastest path to cash crowd. Like the people who are on the fastest path to cash, how fast can I get in your wallet? How fast can I upsell you? How much, you know, urgency and scarcity and scaredity. (laughs) That's not even a word. I just made that up. But you know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh, you have to buy now, buy now, buy now. And, you know, that's just not the energy that I like. Um, I usually tune out, unsubscribe from those kind of people, even if they have some really good stuff to say. It's because I, I'm i not all about it, and I'm sure you're not all about being the push, push, push crowd. And that doesn't mean that we don't sell. I just believe that we sell with, sell with truth, sell with integrity, sell with the eye towards actually really making a difference for people versus just making numbers. And it's a difference. It's a difference in energy. It's a different in, difference in focus. You and I, we're the people who believe in our businesses enough to actually give to our audiences first, to build our audiences, right? To help them understand who we are and what we're about. So let's talk about the three 
biggest do's and don'ts to generate profit without worrying your business. So the first, don't follow the crowd. You know what? I've been totally guilty of this in the past. And I even now today sometimes catch myself going, oh, yes. You know, when someone like an influencer, a big marketing guru or a rising star, someone, you know, comes onto our radar and they start having a bunch of success in their business. And suddenly everyone is talking about their hot new marketing tip. And it could be anything. It could be, you know, maybe it's building a membership site. Maybe it's some Instagram strategy. Maybe it's going live on Facebook every day. Maybe it's starting a podcast. Maybe it's something totally different and new and cool sounding, right? Bottom line, it can suddenly feel like everyone is jumping onto this hot new bandwagon and it can make me and maybe make you feel like we're missing out if we don't jump on too, right? wrong. Here's the deal. Maybe a membership site, maybe that's right for your business. Maybe Instagram is the best place to grow your audience and share your message. Maybe going live on Facebook is perfect for you every day. And maybe you should start a podcast. Or maybe not. This is hard, my friend. So stick with me for a minute. I know all about the bandwagon energy. All about it. I know the feeling of my heartbeat quickening, my cheeks flushing, and like that yucky feeling in the pit of my stomach where I'm like, oh no, I'm, I think I'm missing out. And I'm trying to figure out, how do I jump on this band, bandwagon? How do I not get left out of the crowd? I used to do it all the time. But you know what? Doing that would lead me down the road of random acts of marketing. You know this road, Right. I mean, whenever I have been on the random acts of marketing road, I'm busy, 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 busy doing a ton of bandwagon marketing activities that might not match me, that don't add up to anything for me and my business, and really that just lead to stress, to overwhelm, and to burnout for me. This is not a great place to build a business from. It's not a great place to serve from because you can't. It's like running on empty, right? And it's not often that I find myself tempted to go down this road anymore because I know that ultimately this road is a dead end. Building a solid business is not about doing more. And friends, just hear me on this one because like I, I am a doer by nature, right? I, I love to dive in. I love to get busy. I love to figure it out as I'm going. I am a doer. But building a solid business is about being more. This was such a hard mindset shift for me, but it's true. Building a really solid business that that lets you have profit without worry, it's about creating systems, so that I can be a leader, so that I can be a consultant, so that I can be a mentor, so that I have the brain space, the energy space. Like this is a little wooey, but it's so true. And when I used to try to just do, 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 do more, like work every single day, do all the marketing things, go to all the events, you know, try to be everywhere all the time when I was just in that random acts of marketing do, do, do phase. 
It was hard. It was really hard. And I did not have the emotional or the energetic capacity to really step into being a leader and a consultant and a mentor because I was just trying to do. If that's you, your business wants you to be more too. And not just your business, your audience, the people that you're meant to impact, they want you to be more than just a doer. Look, we all need to be more present. We all need to be more clear about our own goals and what we're called to do from an inspired place. We need to be more connected to what makes us unique and interesting and yes, different, which can feel scary. But that's where the magic is because we need to be more us. You need to be more you. I need to be more me. And yes, It's okay for me to be me and for you to be you. And it's okay for us to be really different. It's okay. In fact, that's what makes us enticing and exciting and valuable to our audiences. If this has been a struggle for you, and I know like I'm sitting here, you cannot see me, but my hand is way up in the air waving like, yes, I know this has been a struggle for me too. I want to encourage you to hop on over to you know, at this point, I should get some sort of affiliate money for this because I've sent so many people her way, but the howtofascinate.com quiz. Sally Hogshead put together this fantastic quiz and it will help you discover what makes you fascinating, what makes you unique, what makes you valuable to your audience, which is so key because when you know that about you, when you can like seep into the confidence of, No, that's not the right approach for me because that's not how I fascinate people. Wow, does it help you get clear on what you need to be doing, what you're called to be doing, what your skill set is set up to be doing, and what it's not. I love this quiz. I can't even tell you how much I love it. I have sent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to take it over the course of my business. And I've taken it myself too. In fact, I'm the architect. So if you take it, or if you have taken it in the past, I'd love to hear what you are too. It's really, really cool when we really embrace our top traits and what makes us really valuable and unique and different and, you know, attractive to our audiences. And here's the bottom line. When you're clear on who you are and how you serve your audience best, It's a whole lot easier to stand your ground and not get sucked into the random acts of marketing bandwagon so you can stay on your street instead of getting sucked on, you know, (laughs) the one way dead end street of random acts of marketing, right? All right. Number two, don't just build an email list. I know, I know. If you've been in the online marketing space for more than five minutes, You've heard gurus and influencers and everybody and their brother tout the importance of building your email list. So let me break this down a bit for you because with your email list, the profit is in the details. For the first few years of my business, I focused pretty heavily on building my email list almost to the exclusion of anything else. I mean, I was doing consulting and coaching, but you know, all of my marketing activities were pretty much to build my email list. And, you know, it was pretty painful. 
Uh, I had this crazy thought that I wasn't a real business until I had an email list of at least 5,000 people. And at the end of my first year in business, I don't even know if I was over 100 people on my email list. And so um, 2012 was my first year in business. 2013 is when I joined Marie Forleo's B-School and I just was all about building an email list. I joined B-School and then I bought... Uh, a course on how to guest blog. So those that was like my big 2013 focus, right? And it's because I kept hearing about this magic number of 5,000 people. So I thought that that was the magic number to have a quote unquote real business, whatever that means. And I spent a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of effort trying to build up to that number. And I'm sorry to say you know, in full transparency, I was not focused on the people behind those email addresses because I was too concerned with that all-important 5,000 number. So you know what happened? My email list started to grow, 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 grow as I was out doing guest blogging and some other activities, but primarily guest blogging in 2013. And because I didn't have a big focus on developing a relationship and serving my audience, They totally forgot who I was. In fact, my motivation for building my email list was all about me and my goals and like, I don't know, showing how cool I was. I'm not even sure what was really motivating me. It was fear for sure. But there was also some other things underneath. Like I wanted to be recognized by other business owners as like a quote unquote real business. I wanted to prove to myself and to you know, the people who laughed at me when I quit my corporate job, like there was a lot of um, not so great emotions running behind the scenes. But the bottom line is my motivation for building this email list of 5,000 was about me and my goals and had nothing to do with my audience and their goals. So it's no surprise at all that my email list was not engaged with me. They didn't care who I was. They could feel that I didn't really care about them either and that I wasn't into serving them. It was a lose-lose for me and my audience. We were not connected and we knew it. I ended up ultimately deleting the vast majority of that audience because, you know, they would opt in for a freebie and then they'd totally forget about who I was. And it was my fault, 100%. Like these, there was nothing wrong with these people. There was something wrong with me and how I approached this. And so, you know, I had grown, grown, grown my email list. And then suddenly my email list went from this number that I was like hanging my hat on to a realistic number based on who actually engaged with me. And it was really humbling. But when I shifted my focus to serving my audience, to creating a marketing funnel that first and foremost served them and helped them decide if I was right for them, helped them uncover what their issues were, you know, what their questions were, all that stuff, everything changed. It was like, I don't want to say magically, but it felt a little magical. It's like I started attracting the right people, the right people who would actually open my emails, who would, you know, read my blog posts, watch my videos, listen to my podcast. I started attracting the right people who would respond back to me and ask questions. And I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) there's a person behind this email uh, address. And I know that that probably sounds obvious to you, but for me, it was just like, 
I need to treat each address that comes onto my email list as a human because they are humans. And I had a clear journey that I was taking my audience on to help them discover more about their challenges, about me, and about my approach to solve their challenges. And I had clear next steps for people. You know, it was either, you know, watch this blog, listen to this podcast, watch this video, jump on a phone call with me, or check out my course, Build Your Funnel Bootcamp or one of my other courses. And this changed everything. Now I've got an engaged email audience full of buyers and future buyers who know why they'd want to work with me. I mean, before I made this shift, and it's been a few years now, but I think that my email open rate was hovering right around like like 3%, maybe up to 6%. People just never opened my emails. After I made this shift and, you know, deleted the people who just legitimately were not interested in hearing from me, my email list was smaller, although it's grown back, you know, even bigger than it was. But, um, you know, now my open rates are hover between 35 to sometimes upwards of 70%. It kind of depends on what I'm talking about. And it's just really great to see that what I create is something that people want. And you know what? When you get clear on how you best serve your audience then create a service-first marketing funnel, you're going to have the same thing. And your audience will love you for that. All right, number three, don't expect your audience to find you. Remember that old movie, Field of Dreams, with the voice whispering, build it and they will come. Remember that? I always thought it was kind of creepy. I was like, I I don't know that I want some voice whispering in my ear. But You know, that makes for a great Hollywood movie because it has you hooked, like build what and who will come, right? But it's a disaster if you try to build your business with this mindset. Look, it's not our audience's job to find us. And please, my friend, hear me on this. It is not your audience's job to find you. It is not my audience's job to find me. It is our job to be visible enough, to be easy to find, and to have a system like a marketing funnel that makes it easy to stay connected and get to know what we're all about so that they can know, is this right for me or not? The best way to connect with your audience is to understand first, where they hang out already? And second, what are the questions that they're asking? What are they complaining about? What are they searching for? What are they struggling with? What are they really wanting? Like just what questions are they asking out there? Meet them where they're at and help them discover your solution. I did this recently. We are um, going through and doing some upgrades to our house and the kids have outgrown the huge playset that we had in the backyard. And I was so excited when we got to take that monstrosity out and we were like, all right, what's the next step? And I went to a local Facebook group for our community, Woodenville Neighbors, and I posted a question and said, hey, who's your favorite landscape designer? And I was bombarded with recommendations, with photos, with testimonials. Like, you know, and I also saw some landscape designers in there saying, hey, I am me, 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 me. And it was just such a, you know, like I was the one looking for it. But it was so interesting because some of these recommendations, like I'd go to their website and I'm like, where are the pictures? that show what their work is. 
how do I contact them? Like it just reinforced to me that number one, we need to know where our audience hangs out and what questions they're asking. But number two, we have to make it easy for them to get in touch with us. Like I probably, I I should have counted before I started recording this, but there were probably, I don't know, 12 to maybe 14 people who were, or companies that were recommended that I went and checked out their website I didn't see any pictures. It was really hard to figure out how to contact them. You know, I'd go to their Facebook page and send a message and I wouldn't hear back. And I was just like, these people are losing business hand over fist. Like, make it easy. (laughs) Make it easy for me, right? And, you know, bottom line in that instance and in your business and in my business is when we create a profit without worry marketing funnel, you and I, we can free up our time. We can free up our time to get out there, to be visible to our audience because we've got this system so that no matter where they come from, if it's from a referral, if it's from you know some marketing activity that you're doing, if it's from an ad, that you've got a system that attracts them, but then when they come to you, that it engages them and ultimately makes it easy for your audience to decide how to go further with you. Like, do they want to get on the phone with you? Is it easy to figure that out? Do they want to buy something from you? Is it easy to find that information? So, you know, I think we all, myself included, could probably go back to our experiences and say, am I making this easy for my audience or am I making it hard? Because I can tell you there's 14 companies that I'm not doing business with because they made it way too hard for me to understand What's your design style? How do I get in touch with you? What's your process? Like, I don't know any of that. And luckily I was able to find a few good ones that had that mapped out, but man, did they stand out from the others. So let's recap this here. Number one, don't follow the crowd with your marketing. Instead, do find out what marketing activities best fit you and your audience. Then do those. And remember, If you haven't taken it already, I highly encourage you to hop on over to howtofascinate.com and take the quiz. Number two, don't just build an email list. There are humans behind those email addresses. Instead, do build a profit without worry marketing funnel that helps your audience. It helps them, you know, discover a little more about their problem or about what they're wanting, a little bit about you and how to move forward. And number three, don't expect your audience to find you. Instead, do find where your audience is already at and make it easy for them to discover your solution. Don't make them jump through a million hoops. All right, so what about you? Do you have a deep desire to create a profit without worry marketing funnel that feels connected and personalized to your audience? Are you looking for a system to take random acts of marketing and turn them into a way to engage and attract your buying audience? Then I want to invite you to hop on over and take the marketing funnel quiz. It's at michellelevans.com forward slash quiz, which I'll also link to in today's show notes, which you can find at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash 84. As you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating their first marketing funnel or creating profit without worry in their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a huge favor and share this episode with them? It's so easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash 84, and your friend can listen right there on the computer. 
All right, I hope you have an absolutely amazing week, and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, for another great episode of Profit Without Worry. I'll see you then.